0: I'm Jason Buckolds, and you're listening to Collaborcast. Welcome back to Collaborcast. You might have noticed that we took a little bit of time off. It's been a few weeks now. And that was all around the buildup and now the whatever the other end of the buildup is uh, to AWP. For those who don't know, AWP is the shorthand for the big annual convention of the Association of Writers and Writing Programs. If you're keeping track of the initials, that would really be AWWP. I think that shortening that to AWP was a brilliant piece of editorial decision-making. Between pro wrestling and URL addresses, we're already asked to repeat the word W multiple times and it's, it's enough. So cutting out that one W, shortening it to AWP, great decision. It was in Seattle. Typically I am joined by my co-host Ben Leroy. He fell into one of the open coffee vats that Seattle is so well known for and they're working on fishing him out. No, he's been working behind the scenes this week. What we did up there we had a booth, it's a four-day convention. We had a booth, it was in the Seattle Convention Center, had a, an Airbnb at the sixth floor of this great building, looking out over the city. By night, by day, we were in our booth in the basement of the Seattle Convention Center. Uh, 16,000 riders, I think I heard, were the, the overall attendance. Um, So this is a big conference. This was the most people that I've seen in a very long time. Certainly more people than I've spoken to in a very long time. And it was wonderful. It was great to be out and among other writers and just soaking up the energy and having conversations. Uh, As many of you know, Ben came from publishing, lives in Wisconsin. I kind of came more from the writing side of things from the West Coast. So we were able to kind of merge Rolodexes, uh, people who I would have referred to as a friend of a friend a couple of weeks ago, I'm now happy to say are just friends. Um, Friends who I haven't seen in years, I was able to catch up with and reunite with and listen to readings from a couple of old friends who I haven't seen in years. and. The city was great, the events were great, The the it was good energy on the convention floor. And this week, that's really what we wanted to bring you. We sat in our booth and we interviewed as many people on, on the final day, interviewed as many people who were willing to sit down and chat with us. Um, as such, the sound quality of what you're about to hear is somewhere between bad and abysmal. Uh, So if that's not your jam, then we will return to regularly scheduled programming next week. Um, So yeah, feel free to just tune on out. But if you're interested in what the overall feeling was, what the vibe was, what kind of people go there, what they're doing there, we spoke to poets and publishers and representatives of writing programs. I met a voice actor, um, people who run writing retreats, people who run uh, my friend Jennifer I ran into. She is, I've spoken about her on this podcast before. Um, She runs the creative writing MFA program at the Cascades University, uh, the Cascades campus of Oregon State University, which is in Bend and uh, got to hear her read, meet her. And she came and did an interview and talked about what she was doing there. She's also there representing a press. And um, yeah, so we've got a whole bunch of clips of a whole bunch of attendees. Some of them do some readings, some of them share their work. Some of them talk about what they were doing there and what they were looking for. So um, that's enough out of me. I'm just gonna let you enjoy these and again, Apologies for the sound quality. This is what happens when you try to make a podcast amid 16,000 people
1: All right, who am I here with
2: hi, my name is Ala batter
1: and what brings you to AWP?
2: So I heard about AWP on NPR radio actually a few days ago and I was driving back from the pro club and my daughter uh, I have three girls. So this is my second daughter. She's a huge reader. I'm a huge reader and first time I heard about this happening in Seattle, so shame on us, so we rushed and got tickets and came over today to find out what it's all about.
1: And what do you think so far? I love
2: it, I love it. So uh, I actually, um, when I was younger, uh, I used to write a lot of science fiction stories and essays, um, and also even in my current role, I work in technology, a lot of the work that I do is through writing, except it's technical documentation. So I still love the literary arts. I also feel it's a, way, for me personally and for her, to just expand our horizons a little bit beyond technology. Um, also, we just bought a graphics novel, uh, so she she loves that as well. We're, we're looking around and seeing what else uh, we could find.
1: What would be your biggest takeaway for people who <coughs> next year are considering going to AWP? Uh, what what is your initial impression of just getting here, seeing all the people, yeah. etc.? So,
2: so first of all, amazing turnout. Um, I, I I didn't expect. I didn't know what to expect to be honest when I came over. So terrific. I love the fact that it's focused on small publishers as well. There's a lot, of, a lot of that encouragement. I feel like it's a good way to create jobs for the new economy. It's a good way for students to think about what they want to do and how they want to study. I just ran by a booth that was doing a thing on, um, on writing for, for, for video games, which I thought I was awesome. I saw that too. yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big gamer and I was just like, wow, that's a thing now and you guys should take a class on it. So, uh, so no, this has been a real eye opener. I've learned, I've learned a lot. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank yeah. you for joining us. Thank you so much.
2: Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: And who am I here with now?
3: My name is Anne Depew. I'm a local literary agent uh, representing mostly nonfiction, though I got to do a wonderful crime book with uh, Ben Roy in the last two years. Um, and I'm here looking at potential publishers, and I love all the energy and the uh, diverse creativity that I see uh, in these aisles.
0: Have you made some interesting connections? Found I some
3: have. The I've been very interested research. in actually the translators because I'm selling uh, rights overseas and I want to be able to have resources here where I can check to see if the translations
4: are worthy. Yeah. There's and a whole society. I uh, think, yes, you I, do, I,
3: sure I, you I do just with connected with them. And there's also a local Pacific Northwest Excellent. Uh, organization as well and I'm very interested in the literary festivals which have tables here so that I can pitch authors that I work with so that they can go do their publicity.
0: Did you connect with Orcas yes. Island? Orcus, I have a, one of my good friends is on the board of Orcas Island. And yeah. She's not here. She was here yesterday. But yeah. I'm trying to get someone from them to there to...
3: Yeah, yeah. No, and I was telling them I represent an author who lives on Decatur. That's just a, a hop and a jump across the, the straits there. So um, And the Portland, uh, what, what used to be the Wordstock Festival, so then, but they're, they're here. You're
0: right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, hope you enjoy the rest of it. I you. love it.
1: <laughs> who am I here with?
5: You are here with the Deborah Johnson. Me. The Deborah Deborah Johnson, Deborah H. Johnson.
1: And what brings you to AWP?
5: Well, I'm here, I am a debut novelist, but I've been writing forever. I've been writing since I was four.
1: Okay, tell me about this book, this
5: debut novel. This debut novel, oh, it's The In-Laws, The Outlaws and The Claim Jumpers. Okay. And so I'm writing about a big old family. You know, families can be messy, it can be dysfunctional, but it's all about unconditional love. So there's this thread that goes through it. And it's just an amazing family of twists and turns and things that happen. A lot of fun, a lot of joy. Things not so much fun. At the end of the day, they're still family.
1: So it sounds very human.
5: Very human. Very human. But beyond my novel, I am encouraging people to write from the heart. So I have I have a podcast that is DJ Write from the Heart, and I'm talking to people about the power of personal correspondence. That unless you write your story, people may never know that you ever existed.
1: You've got a story to tell, we're here to help you tell it.
5: Oh my gosh, that's that's exactly, it that's is. exactly what I tell people. And
1: I will say that because the public square is so loud with everybody shouting, it's hard to feel hurt. It and
5: is it's very hard. hard to feel hurt.
1: And so you don't even have time to figure out what your story is exactly because yeah. you're too busy shouting. So like yeah. being able to slow down, quiet down.
5: And you know how tough. that happens? How? When you write by hand. Really? Your mind is almost 100% focused. There's a connection that is very particular as your DNA. There's a science behind it. When you write, you're thoughtful. When you write, there's something that says, this is pouring out of my soul. I need to take my time with this. When you text, it's just going like this. It's like auto memory. Mm -hmm. When you write, you have a visual of who you're writing to. You have a visual of what you're trying to say. And then you say it thoughtfully. You don't want your story to be a whole series of scratchaways. So you take your time. You think of the right word. And you don't send that to somebody else by mistake. You don't push their own button when you're writing. And when you're angry and you write, maybe it's something you have to get out of your soul and it still needs to be written down. But you get a chance to go back over it. And you get, a bit, you get, you get perspective when you write by hand. You write, you take time, you sit it down. And sometimes it's just the most thoughtful thing that you could ever do is to sit, take the time to think about one person and put it in writing.
1: Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. If people want to listen to the podcast and read the book, where are they going again? They're going to go to
5: DJ Write from the Heart. And I do it live on LinkedIn and I do it live on Facebook. DJ Write, W-R-I-T-E, from the heart. Okay, if, and the book? And the book, the book is not out yet.
1: Okay.
6: So
5: it's still, it's still in production. Okay. Yeah, and that that right, right, right by hand, right from the heart is the book that's connected to that, and I'll be talking about it. But if someone's interested in just connecting with me, that that resonates with them, then they can write me at heart at gmail. Thank you. All right, thank you.
0: All
5: right. You're a great...
0: And now I am here with...
7: Abigail Burns, Stapleton. Uh, and I will be reading you guys a poem from my zine called Scatterbrain. Uh, this poem is called Floating Lessons. The main difference between Russian roulette and cliff diving at night comes down to the likelihood of swallowing a waterbound wolf spider in the dark. If you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe you have never tasted a moonshine double-filtered down through the needlescape of pines. And by that, I mean, maybe you misplaced the single silver bullet smelted from great-grandmother's wedding locket. Maybe you have never learned to burnish the love out of something. Maybe you have never learned to bruise your hands cleaving winter's kindling apart. By this, I mean the main difference between Russian roulette and a white Russian in your hand is that one will always come to an end after five shots. You're still wondering about the spider in the throat. Know that it has crawled down the chamber toward the spark. Know that it has gone to work padding its new home with moonblown faith strings. Know that I am okay with swallowing dark water. If you don't know what I'm talking about, meet me at the lake and I will walk you home at night.
0: <laughs> oh, that was awesome. And I get you can that Yes,
7: absolutely. Yes, I have that one. I have a. Um, where I mean, can
0: where me. can people get? Yes. Of um, scatter, so you can brain. follow me
7: on Instagram at Abigail not Abby, um, and I have a link to my website in there. Thank you so much. Um, and I also at uh, AbigailBirdStapletonBooks.com. <laughs> And yep.
4: you can order copies of magazine Thank you so much. I got a little one
7: there for you too. That's awesome. Thank you so <laughs> thank much. Thank you. I appreciate you having <laughs> me. How's the show? going amazing. Um, we've been to some incredible panels and stuff this weekend and I'm, I'm so excited and just so you know, affirmed by everything that we've been hearing while we're
4: here. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Thank you so much for
0: sharing you. your work with us. Thank you, so thank you for it's this. Absolutely. I'm so, so glad that I get to have a copy of that. I loved it. Thank you. And, um, yeah, it's a great afternoon. It's a pleasure meeting you Jason. Thanks thank you so much.
1: Who am
8: I with? I'm Kelly Daniels.
1: And what brings you to AWP?
8: Well, I'm a creative writing professor and so I have a little bit of a travel budget and Seattle's a great city, so I'm not going to, if I don't use the money, it just goes away. So, uh, that's one reason.
9: Got to use the money then.
8: Totally. But the other reason is uh, I met up with a bunch of uh, my former classmates, alumni of uh, where I got my PhD, and we organized a reading, like a reunion reading. And so it was a great chance for us to hook back up with each other. And um, we did that last night, had a great time, went out for pizza afterwards. So uh, I've uh, fulfilled my my main task.
1: I know, because I know you, that this is not your first AWP. Do you remember your first AWP?
8: I think I do. I think I, the one I, I remember, I think was my first one, but it's the most memorable it was uh, New Orleans. I went there with a buddy. I was a MFA student at Georgia State University in Atlanta. We drove down to New Orleans and stayed in a really cheap motel outside of town because we had no budget really. And then would kind of commute into the conference area and it was just so fun. Um, Partly, you know, it's right on the, on the uh, French Quarter, so there's a lot of partying and all that stuff. Um, But the hotel became this massive party where it was at this guy named Virgil Suarez's um, apartment or hotel room. Now, he was a poet who showed up in every literary magazine, pretty much. You would just randomly grab a literary magazine. There
1: was Virgil Suarez.
8: There was a Virgil Suarez poem somewhere, and he even wrote poems about how frequently he appears in literary journals and became kind of a joke. But he had a party in his room, and so he went there, but there was like hundreds of people trying to get in the room and it became like a fire hazard. (laughs) So the hotel people run up and they go, hey, we're moving the party to the pool area. So it became this massive creative writer drinking party with bottles of tequila at the pool. And you're not supposed to have glass at the pool area, but that rule was waived. and uh, yeah, that was just that's that was my first one, I think.
1: For people who are in your old shoes, MFA students, yep. people looking, what would you say the biggest reason to go to AWP is?
8: Uh, yeah, there's probably a few reasons. Um, probably the biggest reason is to create connections and cement friendships and bonds, and you can even crassly call it networking. But really it's to increase friendships by having an adventure together. And sure, go to a few readings, go to a few panels if you want, you might learn something. I don't really think that's the point though. I think it's just that all these writers get together in one place. Um, You can smell the ambition and even desperation in a place like the book fair. And probably starting to tackle that as a young writer right off the bat and learn how to master or at least control your own feelings around that is is important. You don't want to you don't want to start dealing with that when you're later in your life and your career. You probably want to confront it right off the bat. Some people are going to be more successful than you. You're going to have a lot of disappointments. Um, And I think just being an AWP, being happy, being happy for your friends that got the book deal or whatever, admiring the literary journal even though it rejected your piece and i I think that you can start working through all that stuff um, and just sort of drift toward enjoying the experience and and being grateful that you get to be around books and ideas and fiction and poetry and be part of that world wherever you are in that world and uh, awp is is a place to really experience in in a concentrated way.
1: If people want to find out more about you
4: online, where should they go? Uh,
8: you can probably just put my name into Google. Not that it's you know not that I'm famous that way, but I will come up. My website is uh, authorkellydaniels.com, and yeah, that's probably you'll you'll notice. Uh, I've published a lot in the Sun Magazine, and uh, they have an author page for me there. Um, that'll come up pretty quickly in the search. Okay. So yeah, thank you, Kelly. Thanks, Ben. And now I'm here
0: with
10: Brenda Lantier from Storycatcher's Writing Workshop at Western Colorado University and Salida Writers Workshop.
0: All right, and you know Ben through Salida, right?
10: I do. That connection. Yes, Ben's amazing. We have a connection with story building and Northwest Nebraska and just literary interest
11: and how are you enjoying AWP so far?
10: AWP is amazing. There are so many cool people here. And we're all connecting and having fun talking about words and literature.
0: What have been some, some high points of your mm, few days? High
10: points were, this is interesting. Every bookstore I go to, every time I stop at a table, I pick up a book that has a quote from Joy Harjo on it so that feels very guided and led so celebrate indigenous people indigenous words and environmental issues that need attention
0: That's happened multiple times Multiple
10: times like every day once a day or multiple times a day I know yeah. everybody's telling you but that is so close. Oh uh,
4: <laughs>
12: We're making new friends right
13: now
4: right, It's you amazing so much. <laughs> Thank you Take very a
0: sticker cool. help yourself oh, Taking Thank you
10: I'd love one That's so kind <laughs> <cool. laughs> Thank you you're welcome, you're welcome. See? Friends
0: everywhere. Thank you so much for your participation. (laughs)
1: Yes, but now I'm hitting record. Who am I with?
6: Here with me, ben, I am Lynn Schneber.
1: And what brings you to AWP, Lynn?
6: Well, this is my, I'm basically getting my cherry popped here okay. at the conference, yeah. So my background's in journalism, and I'm starting to write um, nonfiction and essays, and um, I just wanted to see what this world was about, and it's mind-blowing.
1: What would be mind-blowing about it so far?
6: Um, I would say just the vast range of...
4: of uh, Good person to know. The people
6: that I've met, <laughs> um, sessions I've kind of popped in on. Just the the range of creativity that I've seen is totally inspiring and making me want to burst out of my journalism bubble and dive into the things that I always say I want to do, but then.
1: Was it hard to convince yourself to come to AWB?
6: Well, I, since this is a podcast and we're all about audio. It is uh, also going to be video. Oh, copy. are you going to vlog? No. Okay. Well, you didn't tell me that. Okay. I am. But for Just those in of Jesus you at home. Crutches. Now. I'm on crutches. So I am you know, hardcore in like on this. And so it was not hard because I'm really stubborn. Long and I'm so on so crutches. I'm coming because I want to be able to be exposed to... The amazing array of voices, and thoughts, and outlets, and yeah, it's just kind of, I don't know, within another
1: dimension If people want to find out more about you online, where would they go? They
6: could go to my LinkedIn profile, and, okay. and the name is Lynn Schneeberg, and that's a really long last name that is kind of transliterated okay. kind of from German, which means okay. Snow Mountain. And that's S-C-H-N like Nancy, A-I-B like and I do ghostwriting, and I um, developmentally edit, and I write, and I'd love to talk to anybody who's
1: interested. Thank you so much for stopping by, Well, thank you. It's been a joy.
0: And now I'm here with?
14: Jessica Hatch. I'm a freelance editor, Hatch Editorial Services, and a novelist of romantic comedies. Awesome. Yeah.
0: And you said your novel just came out?
14: Yes. um, So I'm with an imprint called Tour. They're with at Book Group. Um, I had a book come out in August. They have a very quick commercial pace, Um, so I also had one come out in February. Um, yeah, nice. if you want a place to start, My you, Big you Fake said Wedding. You just
0: became a publisher twice over.
14: Twice over. It's been a wild year. It's been a wild year, Jason. Wow, awesome. um, but yeah, I think a good place to get started would be My Big Fake Wedding. That's my debut, and I'm really proud of that little book, so.
0: Alright, and what's the other one called? Uh,
14: how to Keep a Husband for 10 Days. You're seeing the 2000s movie kind of tie-ins, to this. Yeah. I love pop culture, so that features pretty heavily in my books.
0: Have you, been doing, have you done any signings is your book here at all? Or? No,
14: to, I, I'm here at AWP just to enjoy myself. To, I actually had a meeting. I'm unagented right now. I just had a meeting
0: with an agent, so. All right on, how'd
14: it go? I think it went quite well. Awesome. We'll see how it goes. Right, yeah, on.
0: Well, thanks for
4: stopping by and sharing about yeah. yourself. thank you for having me. Come <laughs> there. Hi, who are Hi. you?
15: I'm Elizabeth Majerus. I'm a poet a musician and a teacher, and I live in Urbana, Illinois. And I'm here at AWP uh, promoting my new chapbook from Finishing Line Press. It's called Songs Are Like Tattoos. Um, it's an extended love letter in poetry to Joni Mitchell's 1971 Blue Album. And it has um, two sections. There's the blue section, which is 10 companion poems to the 10 songs on the Blue Album. Okay. And then there's a mixtape section, which is a series of poems that are either focused on Joni Mitchell or centered around themes that the rest of the book deals with. And it's, in addition to being in, in relation to Joni's Blue Album, it's just a book that explores how music shapes us and how songs become indelibly imprinted with memories.
1: They very much get into our DNA. Absolutely. Our yeah, DNA. absolutely. Is this your first AWP?
15: No. I was here, I was in Los Angeles, I think in 2016.
1: I was there at that one too. And
15: I, w- I was at the Chicago AWP a while ago, yeah.
1: What do you find most beneficial about AWP?
15: Well, the book fair is amazing. I mean, it's just so great to talk to people um, who are, the you know, the people who are making journals happen, who are making presses happen. You can find out so much good information that you could never find with just a web search. And I just love the community, you know. It's just such a supportive, creative, awesome community. It's just great to be with writers and people who are making literary art
1: happen. And if people want to find you online, where should they go?
15: Um, I'm on Twitter, um, Elizabeth Majerus, at Elizabeth Majerus, all one word, basically my name without the the, uh, h. Um, I'm on Instagram, have a website? I do. Um, It's elizabethmajuris.wordpress.com. Thank you very much for sitting down with
1: us. Thank you.
14: Who am I here with? I'm Graham Shelby. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm a creative nonfiction writer exploring possibilities for my writing career here at AWP. And you're here with... Spalding, Spalding, Spalding University, University. That's right, where I got my MFA in uh, in lovely Louisville. Encourage everyone to check out the the Spalding uh, MFA program. It's delightful, um, but also, you know, it's just interesting to come here and to meet different people and to also learn about the different programs, but also uh, the different businesses like Collaborus that are starting up to to serve writers, which is uh, really interesting. Well,
0: thank you, Graham. Thanks for the time, and I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the show.
14: <laughs> Absolutely, thank you. <laughs>
1: Now I'm to say, who am I here with? Uh,
10: Courtney Morgan.
1: I'm Courtney Morgan. What brings you to AWP?
10: So I'm here with Talking River Review, which is a literary journal based out of Lewiston, Idaho, or with the Lewis Clark State College. I'm the undergrad president. It's a student-run literary journal. We get to do everything from start to finish. So we accept submissions uh, via Submittable. We also accept uh, written submissions, which has been excellent for our incarcerated um, contributors. It has been great. We solicit sometimes. Uh, we've got actually in our latest issue, C. Marie Furman has a dynamite piece um, called "I Know." Jack, and she's one of the panelists at this uh, ADRP conference this week as well. So we do art, we do fiction, nonfiction, um, prose, poetry. We don't have a lot of restrictions, so anything that somebody might be interested in writing, we are potentially interested in publishing, so it's really cool.
1: And if people want to find out more, where should they go?
10: TalkingRiverReview.com And you can find us through LC State as well. Um, there's a little uh, channel to access the guidelines and the content there. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and you can follow our newsletter.
0: Thank you, Courtney Morgan.
10: Thank you for having me. Bye.
0: And now I am here with a friend of the shows.
10: I am
16: Melissa Fallavina. I'm the author of Tomboyland and also a uh, big fan of collaborist, Uh and I'm an essayist and a uh, teacher, creative writing professor and uh, a westerner. And Where do you do your
0: creative writing professing?
16: Um, I do my creative writing professing currently at Denison University uh, outside of Columbus, Ohio and at. Um, The Vermont College of Fine Arts, which is a low-residency MFA program based in Vermont.
0: And Tomboyland came out when?
16: Tomboyland came out in 2020. Um, August of 2020 is a great time to publish a book. Um, But actually, I've gotten the hands of a lot of readers, so I'm super stoked about that. Um, Yeah, it's an essay collection about the Midwest and gender and sexuality and the body and... Uh, all sorts of stuff. And uh, fun fact, Ben Leroy makes a cameo as my storm chasing um, BFF. So uh, tornadoes abound.
0: We should say that you and Ben go way back. You're not just some rando we snatched out of a. No the rando,
16: no rando. Ben and I go way back. We used to work together in Madison, Wisconsin out of a little house uh, on Willie Street. And.
4: Can uh, I have one of these? <laughs> Please. Thank you. <laughs> yep.
16: And uh, yeah, so one of my one of my oldest dearest friends,
0: and uh, the best. Right on. Well, thank you for joining us today and for me. sharing your work with Check us You can get it where all
16: where, where all books are sold.
0: She did a reading the first night we were here at the central. Saloon? Yeah. Tavern?
16: Yeah, oh, yeah. where Nirvana played.
0: Their very first Seattle show. She got to share a stage with <laughs> the one and only.
16: transcendent moment, actually.
0: Yeah. yeah, Nirvana got to share a stage with Melissa Falavino. That's right. So. That's
16: right. Thank you. you. got it. Thank
1: you. Okay, okay. so. Yes. Who are you?
6: Uh, I'm
13: Andrea Gabriel. And where
1: are you coming from, Andrew? From Gable? Chippewa
13: Falls, Wisconsin.
1: More Wisconsin.
13: Like a lot of people here in AWP. I'm from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Yeah.
1: yeah. I believe I believe that Chippewa <laughs> Falls is the leading population density cluster of all people here. Exactly. What it brings is. you to AWP?
17: Uh well I wanted to come
13: um, I've been a children's book illustrator and writer for years, and recently I've taken to writing novels for adults, okay. and that is a rough transition. Okay. So I thought I would learn a little bit more about how the market works for grown-ups <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it, what's out there and how to get published and all that.
1: And what has your so, experience been so far at AWB? Uh, it's,
13: it's a lot of people. It's amazing. I can't it, it's the most people I've been around for three or four years. And, um, I'm having the best conversations with oh, it's a
11: Everything's
13: going to be... Nothing but awesome. wonderful people.
1: Yeah, excellent. I'm glad to hear that. Um, for people who have been waiting to go to AWP for years, who have mm-hmm. thought about it for years, what would you tell them?
13: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is the biggest literary gathering that I've ever been to. I went to a few breakout sessions, but it actually it's the conference floor. It's been phenomenal. Because you actually get to talk to Pretty important. Yeah, I mean, I'm old enough that the you know, I used to go to the Society of Children's Book Writers conferences in LA, but um, that was before phones. Was the last time I went, so people actually sat down and talked to each other
1: before smartphones. Before,
13: before smart, not before. You, did, yeah. you didn't
1: predate Alexander Graham yeah. <laughs> Bell. <laughs> right,
11: right, right. Watson, well, I'm, I'm going phones, to AWP.
13: Yeah, so people would sit down and, and, and introduce themselves and talk to each other. It's different. Well, it's a different world. So the floor is going to be great for to actually meet people and meet connections. Well,
1: Which thank you, you happen so happen. much for taking the time to stop and talk to us about your AWP experience.
0: Oh, and you. I wish you safe travels back to Chippewa Falls.
13: And to you back to
17: Madison. All so. right. Thank you. Nice to meet
0: you. <laughs> and now I am here with?
17: Amelia Beam. Hello. Hi, Amelia. Nice to be on a podcast. It's
0: my first time. Um, I'm Amelia. I'm from
17: Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, this is my first time at so, everybody's been so wonderful and welcoming, yourself included. It's been so nice meeting you. Um, do you just love me to like jump into kind of a little bit? Say a little way?
0: bit about... Yeah, we were just having a
4: little chat about
17: what you write, so... Awesome. Um, I write... Uh, well, I kind of have always loved to write, kind of starting with poetry, and um, was really encouraged early on by, like, some teachers. And then in college, I didn't go to college for, like, writing. I didn't have the confidence, I think, at the time to kind of like, yes, I love this. And admit to myself like I'm this too. It wasn't quite there yet. Um, and then COVID happened too. Like while I was graduating. so my life was a little off track. But um, I did take some creative writing courses in college. recultivated my love for it. And uh, now I have like a lot of stuff, and I'm just like looking to figure out what the next step is. Going to
0: writing like. conferences. So, yeah, going to writing
17: conferences, meeting lovely people like you, um, making connections, buying more books that I need. That is, if that's possible. yeah. <laughs> Depends on lives. how much
0: space there is in your luggage. Yeah, no,
17: definitely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to have to check another But um, And you were I, talking
0: about surreal nonfiction?
17: Yeah, so I do, I write poetry, and I do um, short stories I love. I love to take, um, like, to that events that have happened to me, like, sometimes, like, talk to somebody, something that they're doing but add like an element of surrealism so i am take something that might be like a fictional conversation maybe and kind of but have like a fictional conversation maybe, like around the real thing that happens. so it kind of adds like layers to it um it's a little bit like memoir as well it's something that it's kind of like,
0: so. it's like there's a lot of freedom in that to kind of pull yeah. from anything you want in your totally. raw materials yeah. and your experience no
17: definitely i think it's cathartic well, because um, I did one piece called Black Snake, which is essentially um, me recalling a true memory I have of a snake that run over me, which was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm terrified of snakes, though. And um, but I, in that moment, I really, truly really empathized with the snake, even though I was like terrified of them. And I'm like, I, this was when I was like four years old. So I wrote like a story in connection with a really terrible relationship I was in, and it kind of like. That way, so it was, it was really like their like, commitment to, to use writing in that way because I had this fictional conversation with this person who, like, who I didn't have a relationship with as a way of being like, even though like, you don't to me, and like, you know what I mean? Like, this name, like, I, we don't like you anymore, I still don't want to see come to you. And so it was like a really good way to kind of close that chapter. I just said, yeah. so, Thank you so oh, much I just for think sharing. It's it beautiful. Yeah, no, yeah, you're yeah, awesome. Thank you. It's a powerful
18: you. way to work through all that. Yeah, Hopefully.
17: no, definitely. So, I think writing is so powerful. I was talking to someone recently that was saying um, how they were like, oh, you're going to like a writing conference that's like very lucrative. And like saying how writing is kind of like <laughs> a art and stuff. And I was like, you did you realize that like storytelling is like, and every human thing, like, as far back as we, as long as humans have been, as we've been telling stories from So I'm like, it's not like a diagram, it's not going away, it's just um, changing and evolving, like, the media. I think, like, we see more graphic novels, we um, have, like, a lot of screenwriting, people, every, like, piece of media you consume, whether it's like, a video or, like, an ad, or something you have to write that way, right? so. Uh, encouragement for other people who are wanting to write that are it's
4: like dying. It's not. We're here. We're here. But <laughs> well, we're just we're here not. for the we money. Cared. We're just it's in absolutely. it for the dollar. Yeah.
17: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank so you so, nice so much for stopping yeah, by so and you sharing so your story much. with us. Yeah. I, I
17: really appreciate this. So, so nice meeting you. Thanks for having me on your podcast.
0: <laughs> Certainly. Oh, what is there anywhere that people can read your work? Is there
17: anything um, I do have, I have a blog because I went on a trip recently um, mm-hmm. so have a blog It's emrin, um, E-M-R-Y-N, um, at, I think it's travelnet, travelmap.net, sorry, that
4: was messy, emrin, <laughs> <right>. can-
17: <laughs> travelmap.net is where it is, and um, I also have an Instagram, um, which I also post writing on, uh, that's emka, um, that has some cute, like more
0: personal stuff as well. So, those are the two places that I'm kind of in the world, in the internet space all right
17: now. the spaces so, to watch, so we yeah. can mm-hmm. more of that right yeah, now. So, edwin at travelmap.net is the, is the main <laughs> one. Right, I'm, like, got, I'm sorry, I
0: am sorry I You took a few rehearsals. So I know, I'm like, we didn't rehearse. Really it's all right. <laughs> this is, yeah, just sprung this on. Me, so. <laughs> yeah, no, well, thank so, you
17: again. No, thank you so, so much. It's been
6: awesome. My Mary Gannon, I'm the executive director of CLMP.
1: And what brings you to AWP?
6: Well, CLMP is the community of literary magazines and presses, and we are here supporting all of the many members that we have over 1,000 members located wow. in every state of the country literary magazines and small presses, and just to show our support for the community.
1: I know that CLMP has been around for a long time, it's always been part of the conversation. What is the history of CLMP?
6: CLMP was founded in 1967. We're a 55-year-old organization. And from the beginning, our mission has always been to support and advocate for independent literary publishers, um, And just to make sure that they have they are able to be competitive
1: in the marketplace, um, so they can bring their beautiful books awesome and magazines. If people want more information about CLMD online, where would they go, Marianne?
6: They would go to www.clmd.org. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you so much, Ben.
11: All right, and now I'm here with Brandon Pollock. Yeah, I'm a voice actor and uh, audiobook narrator, and uh, I just came by the booth, and I love the. Collaborate artists like the theory behind what they're doing and helping everyone get started. So, I'm just here hanging out, networking with a bunch of authors and publishers. And uh, so, if you are an author and getting started, one thing I like to say is don't wait to know how to get to Z before you start on A. So, in other words, you don't have to know how you get through writing and get through making money doing it. As long as it's your art, just start doing it and you'll learn your process along the way. Um, If audiobooks are ever something you want to do or need to learn more about, um, I'd be happy to help, but one thing, you know, obviously there's ACX, there's different levels that you can do as an independent author to get your audiobooks published, um, but you can also look for some big publishers that will help you get your audiobooks done. Uh, but whichever way, I would love to help you and answer some of your questions. Even if you want a female voice, I can try to find you a voice artist that would be perfect for you. So, and how um, do people find you? VPvoiceovers.com Yeah, bpvoiceovers.com. Cool, well thanks for sharing. Yeah, thanks for having me man, this is great. Right
1: on. One, who am I here with? Chris Latre. And where are you coming from, Chris Latre? Missoula, Montana. And what brings you to AWP?
19: Uh, It's next door. So I've never uh, participated because it's usually so far away. And when I found out two weeks ago that it was actually in Seattle, I said, let's drive over and check it out.
1: I know you for years back because of the internet
0: and social media. Mm-hmm. We hung out in the Zulu once.
1: Sure. Uh, but for those people who don't know, what creativity are you engaging in?
19: So I've written two books of poetry slash essays on small presses. Um, first one was in 2018, second one was in 2021, and then I have a memoir slash social science coming out in next year on Milkweed. So I do writing across multiple difficult professions. Hi, are you? you are one
1: of the Great. most regularly uh, prolific writers by that, that I know slogan. that you are you're that inspiring right to me because yeah. sure. I see you putting in the work every single day. Sure. Uh, what is your writing? It took me a
20: second life? to figure it out. So I write every say.
1: single
19: day okay. yeah. in some form or another. So, like, my first book is called One Sense journal, journal, and it was literally oh,
5: a practice like I developed in
19: an old job <laughs> I, I had that was too. not writing related. I you, often, you I at stickers? the end of the day, I would find oh, myself nice. having not done anything to practice my craft. So, I told myself I'm going to write at least one good sentence in my notebooks that I carry all the time, every day. And over time, it accumulated, and then I took the ones I like the best and cut them into short poems and turned out into the and you know, that was uh, kind of back, back into in what I do now, you know, as a result yeah, of that. So that's a practice I still maintain. But, you know, then they're you know I'm gonna make a living as a writer the way that I've chosen um, to, you kind of have to write something yeah, every day, you know. You know it's not necessarily watching, stuff that anybody like, always ever sees, but that's part of the
4: practice.
19: I don't have any, day. you know, i yeah. try and write in the morning, okay. but okay. I don't always, I, I'm curious. not like yeah, married it. to any particular yeah. time of day, so uh, I have my preferences, but and, and, but it could just as long easily long. be pulling off the side of the road for half an hour and sitting in a picnic table with yeah. my notebook, It's whatever. Oh, now that you have gotten this first AWP
1: experience, and what are your feelings about it? What's your summary of, of what the AWP experience is for someone who's a
19: first-timer? Uh, you know, I'm a veteran as far as conferences you know, you are concerned. I've just never been to AWP. And so there's, so it's, it's not anything like I've n- never seen it before. But what's cool about it is, you know, I was a bookseller for half a dozen years too, so it's nice to put faces to the names of people that, that I worked with as a bookseller. But then, you know, we all know of and all and these presses, presses and to journals to and small presses. And, uh, and all these uh, things, but to see them kind of yep. all in the no, same place at the same time, and the, and the overlap we of, well, how do you know each other, you know? And okay. that, I think, is okay. really cool. I, as an introvert who doesn't um, like to be out much, I'm liking you it more you? than I would have realized, yeah. or would have predicted if someone would have I think your horror stories. Oh yeah, horror for story, sure, you know? yeah, absolutely. But yeah. but I'm just here like, hey, you know, I can meet some people, that's great. I don't have any, I didn't download the app. I don't know what's going on. I'm just kind of bouncing around,
1: you know? If people want to find out more about you online,
19: where should they go? ChrisLiterre.com All right. sends you Thank you very much. Cool, thanks Ben.
0: Alright. I am here with Jennifer my
4: friend. Jennifer Reimer.
0: Jennifer Reimer. I've talked about her before and her book, The Rainy Season Diaries, which is one of my five favorite books of all time. And I did the cover art for it. I have lines from it tattooed on myself, which is a better place to get things tattooed than on other selves. I think that's not legal. yet, probably. But didn't expect to see her here. She's here and you are here representing multiple organizations
21: today I am thanks Jason for having me on and Ben as well it's exciting to be on a podcast this is my first ever podcast woohoo, um, woohoo. Um, but as Jason said we've been friends and collaborators for um, a long time 20 years now 20 years now 20 years and he actually designed the art specifically for the cover of my first book. Like he made a piece of art specifically for it. And that is something that just, there are no words to explain what that means to a writer, right? Uh, So of course it's been great to reconnect. And yeah, I'm here wearing multiple hats. I direct a low residency MFA program in creative writing at Oregon State University in our Cascades campus located in Bend, Oregon. We are here to recruit, to enroll, to raise awareness. If you or someone you know is interested in a low residency program that combines some of the rigor and curriculum of a full res program in an online mode, um, complemented by two 10-day residencies in the beautiful Cascades, uh, talk to Jason. He'll put you in touch with me. I'm also here as a editor for Airly Press. Early Press is an independent publisher of poetry from the Pacific Northwest. We make beautiful books, and I was privileged to have my latest book come out with Early Press in the fall. So I'm also here pushing my new poetry book. It's called Keske, and it's um, a bit of experimental poetry and some prose poetry reflecting on my experiences living and working in Turkey for five years.
0: And they did a reading last night, Early Press, which was astounding and left me weeping, not just a few tears, but like... Crocodile tears that took me a long time to turn off. By the time they were done,
21: I mean, I don't. early you spell
0: Airly?
14: A
21: I R L I E. Airlypress.org. And of course, my goal at every reading is to try and make a man cry.
0: <laughs> Mission I com- accomplished. Accomplished it last night. <laughs> well, it's so good to see so you. So good Thank to see you, you
21: too. There. Hi, out there in Podcast Land. Thanks for having me.
1: Who am I here with? Mark Stevens.
4: Mark Stevens, what brings you to AWB? Well, a couple of different reasons. Uh, one is we're promoting a uh, writing conference in Mason Verde. It's called Mason Verde Writers Conference. We're trying to get the word out about that. It's coming up in July. We're very small. in Southwest Colorado. Beautiful Southwest Colorado. If people are interested, where should they be going? Mason Verde Writers Conference. Okay. We do. Uh, we're only looking for 20, 25 people. The very and Nick Arvin's coming up. A wonderful writer of Ireland named Alan mm-hmm. Lundy Monaco is coming. Lisa C. Taylor, a local poet and fiction writer, is teaching me as well. So she's trying to get the word out about that. But I also love good writers' companies. Uh, I go to Rocky Mountain Mystery Writers, I go to Rocky Mountain Fiction Writers, uh, Left Coast Crime, Dr. Con, Celida Writers Refuge. Writers, writers. writers Refuge, of course, where I have many, many key projects that I've worked on or, uh, worked on. Um, but, you know, I just I had friends say, gotta get to AWP, this is probably the most democratic, small b, uh, secular, wide open, you know, so much diversity here, so much energy here. It just gets you know, the sense that everybody in the world wants to be running. They can tell the story.
1: And I think what's interesting, and I would love your insight into is that there are a lot of aspiring writers here. There are a lot of first-time writers, but that's not you. You've got an actual track record. So do you still you still find value as someone who has
4: published, who has book deals? This is still value. Absolutely. Uh, something happened yesterday, and uh, I walked into a panel. I thought this is a panel on plot twists and movies, and I just was drawn to it, um, and something happened that was going to... I think I was on the right track with my work in progress, but it just solidified, it galvanized my thinking about it, and I think it was it just it was going to accelerate my work book. Just because you're around something you work know, are thinking in terms of story, uh, a friend had finished his work in progress, um, his first novel, and we met up here, and you know, just to be able to sit in a couple hours and talk about his work in progress around this kind of atmosphere is you know, extra special. With the breeze and it's kind of nice to talk about the world so what can we do better?
1: If people want to find you online, where should they go?
4: WriterMarkStudents.com. On Twitter, at WriterStudents. On Instagram, Mark Students, And you can also find me through my website, WriterMarkStudents.com. And you have a book that you might want to plug? The Fireballer. It's out It's been, uh, it's been out a couple of months. It's set to Big League Baseball. Uh, it's doing very well, I have to say. I'm really, really happy with it. You know, a book that was born, and uh, not conceived as a slight rightful retreat, but... Uh, nurtured. Nurtured uh, in its infancy from the first ideas of it was really put on the right path just by taking the time to focus on it to people know what they're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. My pleasure.
0: And now I'm here with...
14: Nancy Russ from Seattle and I'm at an AWP because I'm a writer and I'm trying to learn more about the craft and the business of writing.
0: Have you been to some interesting panels, some, found some relevant information? Some cool yeah,
14: ideas? yeah. my most helpful thing was here. At, right on. Yeah.
0: Here at the Collaborist <laughs> booth. Yes,
14: with Ben working on my query letter. And <laughs> I went to a panel yesterday called Stealing Time, which was about what it means to talk about our writing in terms of stealing time in order to write and what that metaphor means yeah, it's, and it's, 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 as though it's not something that we own but something that we're taking or thieving from other next, things which is really interesting and it ended up being all women almost except maybe five men and I thought that was an interesting thing and it made for a really interesting dialogue amongst the women's women. A lot of them are mothers
4: and- yeah. I'll
0: have to check that one out. I think we can get things on replay, right?
4: Oh, yeah, I think we
14: can.
0: Okay. Stealing yeah. Time was called. Yeah. All right. I gotta check
11: out. yeah.
4: Well, thanks
0: for stopping by and yeah. sharing thanks about for yourself.
11: Me. Who am I here with?
1: I
20: I My name is Hosina Manu Maltzman. I'm a writer, carpenter, and rabble rouser.
1: I love this. Uh, just if anyone's paying attention, we're new friends, so I didn't know the rabble rousing thing, but I fully support it. It's just, it's just a tool. What brought you to AWP?
20: Uh, I love meeting other writers. I'm also looking for a home for my manuscript.
1: What kind of work is it?
20: It's a memoir about being a carpenter for twenty years in the trades, and uh, yeah, and I love to hear what other writers have to offer. I love going to the panels and and uh, not getting much sleep and yeah oh, you're all one the things the, you're one
1: of the people who's pushing it yes Here. i'm pushing no, it I don't. uh is this your first awp it is not what brought you to awp originally same thing just same thing community yeah okay. and you find that it is a good source of community it's a good source of inspiration
20: yeah it is it keeps uh, it keeps me coming back I've, I've learned to pace myself
1: okay yeah and if people want to yeah, yeah read your work or your Mm -hmm. story? Is there somewhere available online that
20: they can? Yes, they could find me at my website, kocinamanumaltzman.com. And uh, yeah, learn more about the work I'm up to in Minneapolis. And uh, are
1: you a lifelong Minneapolisan?
20: It's been a long time that I've been there. Not my entire life. But yeah, since I was nine.
1: Were you a Midwesterner from from birth? Nope,
20: uh, Oregon from birth.
1: I'm a Midwesterner, so Okay. I'm, just, I'm glad to see you yeah. in the Yeah.
20: World. Yeah, which which part of the Midwest are you? I'm in Madison. Yeah. And what brings you to AWP?
1: Rabble rousing. Yeah. Excellent. We're kind of, we're rabble kindred, kindred, yes. Yeah, we recognize yeah. each other. Yeah. Uh, we're here because we're doing things like providing free query letter reviews for people.
20: Excellent. We all need that. Yeah, Those do. of us on the querying path need that Absolutely. free review.
1: We're, so we're taking our <laughs> histories in the writing world and in World, and just trying to help people out if they have questions. Excellent. And pay support. We've also created a free anxiety free zone for rabble rousers. It's working. Okay. I'm,
20: my, I'm shedding anxiety by the moment. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much for sitting down with us. Yeah, it's been a pleasure.
18: And now, who am I here with? Uh, Jewel Trenier. I'm the co-founder and uh, president of the Orcas Island Lit Fest, uh, which is a book festival on Orcas Island, Washington. And we are here representing the festival, uh, telling people about our last um, reading call for proposals and and sharing our lineup with everybody. When is the festival? It's June 2nd to 3rd. Um, It's got a whole slate of events. There's a, We kick it off with a little literary pub crawl. Um, we have panels, readings, keynotes. We've got a Saturday night event with live music. Um, it is absolutely
0: a blast. And for an out-of-towner like me, where exactly is Orcas Island? Okay,
18: so Orcas Island is in the San Juan Islands, which is up in the
0: very, very top
18: northwest of Washington State, right beneath Vancouver Island. Um, it's... Just remarkably beautiful. Um, it's a stunning voice. Yeah, it's really, and uh, we. So the atmosphere. It's a great place to come. Uh, see, hear about great writers and um, engage in great conversations and and just be part of a, a like what we call it is a celebration of literature and community. And that's that's how. How long has it? going on Well, um, 2018 was our first year, uh, and this will be our fourth festival. We had to take off a little bit for, yeah. for obvious reasons. When everyone was, <laughs> when was stay home time, right? But yeah, no. So we we came back uh, last June, and we're coming back again this June second and third. Well, so early June every year? Uh, yep, yeah, for now. Yes, that's, and, and we're pretty happy with that. that well, thanks a lot for coming by and sharing. Yeah, great, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Right on.
1: Who am I with?
12: Uh, You are with Lauren K. Johnson.
1: And what brings you to
12: AWB? Well, the fabulous people, for one. Um, I am a writer. I am also an editor at the Rothbard Tree. And I'm an author with Millspeak Books. So I'm here uh, in multiple capacities, shamelessly self-promoting my book that comes out next Wednesday. Um, And also, Promoting the journal, promoting the press, and seeing old friends who I had not seen since you know a lifetime ago. people. COVID.
1: And how has your AW experience, AWP experience been so far?
12: It has been um, to, to the point where I'm <laughs> losing my words in the middle of the sentence like that. Um, you and me both. Yeah. It, it has been. It has been wonderful. Um, I. Came to AWP for like eight years in a row, um, and then had a, a COVID and um, twin-induced hiatus. I had had twin babies, um, so I've been otherwise occupied and have really missed this community, just being among people who who love books and have you know intellectual conversations about books and about writing and just understand what a weird world it is and and the, the challenges and joys of being a creative, I use that in the day-to-day. So I I always come to AWP and feel like I'm feeding my soul. And and that has felt really necessary after this break.
1: I agree, and I've had a very similar experience with this AWP. Can you tell us about Wrathbearing Tree?
12: Yes, so Wrathbearing Tree is uh, an online literary journal that's published once a month. We publish fiction, nonfiction, poetry, and reviews. There's also a podcast. We have a YouTube channel where we invite contributors and editors to read their work or work that they are fans of. And um, we're working to just expand the conversation around the military and war. So, not just, you know, kind of the, the formulaic narrative about uh, cis white male combat veterans, which of course is a very valid and important narrative, but it's not the only narrative about the military and the war. So looking for first perspectives that, that can speak to anyone impacted by military
0: or societal violence, which is all of us. And now I am here with?
9: Lisa Badner.
11: And who are you?
9: I am a poet, and I live in New York, and I'm here from Seattle. All right. Um, and you Seattle. have something in your hands I there. do. I have a book. It's called Fruitcake. It's with unsolicited press. And, um,
0: and you'll share a story with us here today, or a sure, poem? Sure. I sure. Them, I guess they call them poems. They're poems.
9: <laughs> they're poems. They're Usually they're pretty short. And um, yeah, it's I, I've done a couple of readings here and I keep reading the same poem all, right. all week.
0: So you want to roll with that here? You gonna, I can you roll with that or
9: I could do the, the title poem. I can never make decisions.
0: Should we flip a coin?
9: Yeah. So we'll I mean, flip your
0: business card. Okay. So Heads will do, well, it's just, so. that's the title poem.
9: I'll do the title poem. Okay. Why don't I do the title poem? All right.
0: Decision made. I'll, make,
9: I'll do the title poem. I'm going to
0: sit back. You take
9: it away. Okay. So the book is called Fruitcake. And, um, Have a good Fruitcake. My father makes macaroons for a living. They are a popular product and quite healthy. The macaroons are named for my sister, Jenny. Jenny's they are called jenny's macaroons my father made a lisa fruitcake once shrink wrapped in a drab beige box with gray lettering small pieces of shriveled raisins candied dates nuts some too hard to, true, to chew it was dry fell apart like sawdust one customer wrote embarrassed me in front of my guests the lisa fruitcake never made it into a trade show or an ad, rejected unanimously by the distributors, the lease of fruitcake was a resounding failure.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Yes,
9: the metaphor of (laughs) he doesn't make those anymore, so (laughs) don't buy them. Don't buy Jenny's macaroons. (laughs) Guy who owns it's an asshole. Anyway.
0: Thank you very much for
4: well, sharing your work with
0: us.
9: Thanks guys. for thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a so reading you weren't planning for. I wasn't
9: planning, but I'm always happy to read because it's so fun. Alright. All
0: right. All right, and now I'm here with
9: Hi, I'm Jeff Fleischer. I'm a fiction
4: and nonfiction author. I've got five nonfiction books out already. Two more coming out next year, my first fiction collection. And my husband who comes out next year. First fiction fiction collection? Mm-hmm. Nice. So stories are published, but first time's Right What's your nonfiction fiction about?
2: Uh, so there's a whole range of them. We only go on our Some about civics. Um, some are about, about climate change. Some about revolutionaries. So
4: they're all a little bit different. But they're all in the high students and
0: right How are you finding the conference?
4: Oh, it's great. The second one. Right on. So a lot more people than last year. A lot more exhibitors. It's great. It's
0: a to... You've been able to hit some panels? they been able to panels. They've been
2: a mix of panels. What can we do? We've been back into the scene.
0: Yeah, all right on. It's good to meet you. Thanks for coming and sharing your work with us. If you stuck with this episode this long, you're either my mom or the last person we just interviewed. So thanks to both of you. We will return to our regularly scheduled podcast series next week. If you feel so inclined to leave us a review, leave us a rating, that would be wonderful. If you are at AWP or if you have questions about AWP, feel free to comment on them. Uh, this is for our YouTube comment section. we um, would be happy to answer your questions, continue the conversation, and um, thank you for joining us. For story, for community, collaborist.